0: It was very uh, isolated in Ackle, not just because the island itself is isolated, or at least was in those days, but because we were a middle-class family, really, and there was a lot of poverty around. Uh, So in that sense, I didn't have many friends among the school kids, for example. So I spent an awful lot of of time on my own. Uh, We had quite a big house, and there was a wood adjacent to it, and a few acres of land, so I spent uh, an awful lot of my time just wandering around the place on my own. My parents, particularly my mother, uh, were always fretting about the fact that I was on my own so much, and every so often they would uh, arrange for some local lad to come and visit us, but it was usually disastrous. (laughs) Because I would then suddenly become very bossy and uh, things wouldn't turn out well. So, uh, I mean, I was uh, quite content to be on my own. Um, I I liked uh, making up stories for myself. I liked uh, sitting around the house uh, drawing little kind of comic strips for myself. And then eventually I started reading passionately and then got into music as well. It came to me when I was 10. I, I can remember the, the very moment uh, that I decided I was going to write music. Uh, and I I remember sitting at the piano and improvising, and I remember playing a piece for the, the maid. We had we had maids because both my parents worked, so we always had a kind of housekeeper. And I remember she was fussing around, and I was sitting there playing. Uh, and I said, I played something, and I said to her... Um, uh, what do you think of that now? It's it's the the latest hit, and she said, "Ah, no, it's not. I think you made that up yourself." And it was said in a very disparaging way. So uh, that that kind of <laughs> that kind of uh, discouraged me a bit. But uh, in fact, it just goaded me to uh, to take the whole thing more seriously. I didn't actually write anything at that stage. I, I just. Improvised. Uh, it was only later when we moved to Dublin. This would still have been in Ackill Island. Uh, 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 I would still have been ten or eleven uh, that I started actually writing stuff down. Uh, but I remember that I got as far as Opus Eleven Number Four before I I kind of uh, really seriously um, started composing. I graduated very quickly. My my first piece to be performed publicly, in fact, would have been in 1966 uh, in Loretto College, Stevens Green, where my sister was just finishing up. Uh, And she was playing the clarinet at that stage, so I wrote a mazurka in D minor for her, and she played it with Coleman Pierce. Uh, at the piano, uh, and that was played in the in the Christmas concert before about four hundred people, and that was the first time I ever took a bow, and it was an extremely lousy imitation of Chopin, uh, essentially. But within a year after that, I, I, I had I had discovered Stockhausen, I had discovered twelve note music, I discovered Boulez. Uh, you know, as I say, I was a fanatic. I just dug and dug and dug and dug, and nothing would stop me. I was 15 uh, and I remember that the auditions for the first Dublin Festival of 20th century music Young Composers Concert uh, took place in Number 5 Trinity College late in 1968 and I wrote a piece called Format One, uh, very much influenced by Boulez, it was an aleatoric piece, you could play the sections in any order and one of the sections uh, was done as a kind of wheel Uh, a lot of different short musical elements and you could sort of start on any one of them and go around the wheel either clockwise or counter, you know that sort of stuff. It was very, very austere stuff Uh, and I think because it was so different from what everybody else was doing, uh, I got in. So the following January, I suppose it was, January 1969, uh, I made my debut in the first Young Composers concert uh, as a composer-pianist. There was a, an incident, it was, uh, it was a very balmy day, I remember, uh, and the window was open behind me in the exam hall in TCD, uh, and a gust of wind blew all the, the separate sheets of music that you could play in any order onto the floor. And I just stopped playing and, and uh, went down my hands and knees and picked up all these damn piece, pieces of paper, stuck them back in the piano and continued. And the RTE people sitting in the back were wondering, well, that's an awfully long silence, this avant garde music, you know, these silences. It got me a great sympathy vote. The first half dozen or so works that I still keep in my catalogue uh, were composed around about then and were pieces that I, I still look back on as uh, somehow or other having come out of nowhere um, they still astonish me, some of them, not all of them, uh, with with their originality. A very nice man called uh, Charles Maguire, a viola player, uh, who was very supportive of, of young composers? He put together uh, an ad hoc string quartet. So I wrote this piece, Embers, for them. I thought, you know, these people don't have much experience in playing contemporary music, so I write a very simple, bare piece. Uh, and I wrote the piece, and I didn't think much of it actually at the time. And it took me some some years to uh, appreciate uh, just what I had done in that piece. You know, uh, and I still consider it. Um, whatever it is, 45 years later, as, uh, as, as uh, one of the best pieces I've ever written. Um, it, it seems to me now a piece that, that embodies, in a nutshell, uh, just about every single element that, that I've uh, expanded upon uh, in later works.